we're back again with another Three Dudes, One Blog podcast. This week's podcast is for the week of March 21st. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, I think in the last podcast, I realized, or I mentioned a, an echo, and I re- mentioned how it came to be. And now you're re-remembering about the echo? Well, I can't remember why the echo was there. Why do you not hear it right now? Well, no, I hear it, and I remember thinking, oh, I know what that's from. Uh, but you, I never we, fixed it, and I can hear it again. Didn't you move something out of this room? There were some boxes and stuff. No, maybe it's just the... I used to keep a blanket over the TV for noise dampening, and I moved it? I don't remember. Maybe it's my chair. I'm going to try and move my chair to fix it. Technical difficulties. uh, Technical difficulties. The pause. So, we've reviewed the division last week. There we go. Which means there was no winner. But. Exactly. We're back again. And go go ahead and take the first topic. Oh, man. Which... Yeah, oh, means you're, it. Eager Beaver. means you're the real winner. It actually really did help. It sounds better. But Eager Beaver. Uh, well, because it kind of gets back to our previous episode. Um, I think we did the division review after we had, I don't know, 15 to 20 hours in the game. Mm-hmm. I believe we were all like level 17 or something. At the like time. That. Yeah. Now we're level 30. Have been level 30 for Twice. a few weeks. What? You put a second character to 30 already? On the PC. Oh, well, we don't it care doesn't about that. count. <laughs> we don't care about that. Hello, Georgia. Um, so, now I didn't get a chance to look at my actual gameplay time. Right. But I think I'm well over 50 to 60 hours. Yeah, I think so too. I think we're all at least into the 60s at this point. And now the, I believe, the honeymoon phase has, has ended. Beginning, yeah, beginning yep. to fade. And I kind of want to get a get the, the Division 60-hour review from you guys. How have, your, how have our feelings changed? How have our feelings stayed the, the same? The grind has begun. Continue. Because, okay, so when, <laughs> when you hit max level in, for instance, Destiny... The only thing that was left to do at the time, because they didn't have the end game when the game first came out, was literally just pretty much hope you got some better gear. And then when the end game first came out, it was pretty much just run that and hope the right thing dropped to give you better gear. Uh-huh. The nice thing, it's weird because I almost kind of missed the light system in a way. Because I feel like I know I have better gear, but I don't know on what scale it is good, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I'm... I'm soloing hard missions right now, and it's like not even. I'm just running through them. It's not even a problem. Mm-hmm. But I feel like every time I'm, we're in the dark zone and we come across people that are actually trying to kill us, that are players, nothing. Like I feel like just beyond outclassed. Thomas screwed me yesterday <laughs> and uh, shot a guy, put us rogue, and I was at full health. A guy came up to me and killed me in four seconds. Jeez. Yeah. So talk about. So it's like I I really like. Like, I didn't even have a chance. Yeah. He got to my side, I saw him, and literally before I could even do anything, I was down. This is crazy. And then after Ryan respawned, that guy continued to follow us around the server for, like, four minutes saying, I can't fucking wait to kill you. 
I hope you go rogue again. Yeah. <laughs> I just see, that's on time. Like I just don't get it. Like a lot of people have been linking like linking it oddly enough to the survivor. Or I think it's the survivor link, whichever one's the blue one that like mitigates damage. So you you pop that, and then essentially you're immune to just about everything for about thirty seconds. And then in that time, if they haven't done the same thing, you pretty much win mm-hmm. if you have a good enough gun. But in any case, the point is necessarily that like. It's fun doing the hard missions, beca- or the challenging missions, because they, they actually feel like they require you to do some things, right? Like, even when we were kind of, quote-unquote, choosing it with the smart cover, it was, it, was, it was fun, and it seemed way more tactical than some of the game had been up to that point. So it's been fun, but I'm starting to kind of get that, like, I hope the end game shows up soon so there's a little bit more content to dig through and a little bit more stuff to do. Since, the like I said, the gear grind has begun, and it's just hard to equate how far along in the gear scale I even am. Like, where's, mm-hmm. like, where's the top? I don't even know. The Division is definitely not holding me anywhere like Destiny did. No. Honestly, if I wasn't playing with you guys still, if you guys had quit playing the Division, I would easily stop playing the Division. Surprising. And I'm not saying that the game's bad. What I played of it, I really liked. But... And I was kind of talking to Thomas about this yesterday when I was running through the dailies with him. Um, I, I'm just not good at, I mean, I watch, one of the big YouTubers that I watch for Destiny has been posting some things about The Division. Yeah. Because Destiny has kind of been in such a lull cycle. And he always, and this is something I've never heard of, but I've never been RPG heavy. So you guys might know heard of this term before, min-maxing. Yeah. So you could probably, like, give me a quick, like, what exactly does that mean? Well, so min-maxing is a very good example that's probably back in World of Warcraft. Or it's, well, and that's what he's alluding to because he always says he used to be really big in World of Warcraft. I was, never, I was never that big into it, so I don't exactly know all the details in terms of what pieces of gear this actually represents, but... It essentially comes down to the fact that you're doing the end game, or you're doing what's considered the way to get end game material or gear mm-hmm. at that time, and it's no longer a game of actually playing it. It's a game of finding that gear that gives you the correct amounts of pluses and minuses that, when combined with other gear, gives you mm-hmm. the the best you can get. So, I mean, that's exactly what you were saying or alluding to, where exactly. we are in division of like. The only reason to be playing the division now is to be trying to get slightly better gear than you already have, which I have something that we've I've learned of now that we've hit max level that I really don't like this leveling system that the division has for its top gear items. Yeah. Of purple legendary gear or whatever and then high end gear mm-hmm. where there's this there's this weird not really pointed out system that I haven't noticed until I was reading about it mm-hmm. in that legendary gear can drop as purple legendary gear can drop as level 30 or level 31 mm-hmm. and then a high end gear can also drop as 30 or 31 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then high-end level 30 gear is still better than legendary 31 gear and all this weird shit. And I 
I haven't even looked, like, or noticed, like, what legendary gear. I couldn't tell you anything about what I have that's level 31 to what's level 30. I know. And that's just, like, I am not good at looking at this gear and saying, like, this is what I want, this is what I need. I'm only looking at the sheet. At the little sheet up top, which is the destiny in me of saying, like, the destiny had light, strength, armor, and intellect. Uh-huh. And, like, that was it. That was everything right there. You could see it. Like, this increased your light and it increased your strength and decreased your discipline or whatever. And that was it. Or this had the same light, but instead of strength, you had intellect. And it, it all just depended about whether you preferred using grenades or using melees or uh-huh. trying to get your, your special quicker. Yep. And that was it. And that's the perfect amount of I've complication for, for me. <laughs> yeah. Of like, and the division, I Every fucking hate your gear abilities. Every piece. That is... If I'm ever going to blast the division... That's the one thing. That is the fucking dumbest decision that I've ever seen. Wait, wait, wait. About, so, go, keep going. Okay, so... The, the, the thing that bothers me the most and pisses me off... And the, the part about me just not being good at min-maxing my character is just a flaw for me. I'm not good at RPG. Like, leveling a character, trying to create a character. I just don't have the time and patience to sit there and roll gear and do all that stuff. That's just not what I want to do in a game. Oh, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. Um, But what really actually upsets me and I really dislike about the game is the gun abilities. And whether you have to have a certain amount of uh, damage compared to electronics compared to health for the abilities to pop up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I really, really, really hate that. Really? Yes. I think, I think this abilities are super cool, but I don't know if I necessarily hate that I've got to have the thresholds to use them. Yeah, what, like, what? yeah I'm like, I'm super... So, before we get into yeah, this, okay. I just want to ask you guys a question about Destiny. So, did Destiny weapons and gear not have any, like, buffs and, like... So, all Destiny the- weapons have perks that increase the strength and awesomeness of the gun? Through Is strength experience. and awesomeness a technical word? No. Okay. Like, literally, like, the, as you use the gun, you unlock more upgrade nodes. Those uh-huh. nodes either give it more damage, give it the perks of, like, one gun saying it refills the magazine on kill, or gives you health on kill kind of a thing. Okay, so it does have... It does have some sort of buff system. Yeah, like but the they're, not, they're not. The gun gets better modified. the more you use it and the more experience you gain from using that gun. If that uh-huh. makes sense. You get a set amount of XP for killing a person. That XP then goes towards every gun or the gun that you're using. So if I'm using my primary assault rifle that I've just gotten, I go around and get a bunch of kills, and then I unlock one perk uh-huh. for it. And that perk has like two different options. I can choose this. Or I can choose this. Uh huh. Maybe and it's then like it moves to the same. Yeah. Magazine size, or maybe one it's could weight. be magazine size. One could be uh, increases range or something. Blah blah. Yeah. And then more experience. You unlock the next node, and that actually is like a cool like blows up enemies when you get a headshot or something. Uh-huh. Like cool things. So there's normally like a form factor of like. This actually helps the gun in some mechanical way, right? And then the second, then the last part is like 
this is actually some cool ability or trait that the gun uh, has. More like a superficial thing? Yeah. Okay. More of like, this blows up. If you kill an enemy with a headshot, it'll the enemy will blow up and deal AoE damage. Oh, okay. That's, that's cool. About like Stuff cool like things. Or like one ability is like, uh, one exotic has, every time you get a kill, it reloads the magazine every time. Uh-huh. That's so pretty dope. It's not like, from reserve, like just yeah. fills it. Well, they it originally did that. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. They nerfed. It. Now they've nerfed it because they're like that's a little unnecessary. Yeah, there was one gun that literally had infinite ammo, but but that's neither here nor there. Point is, I think what Ryan's getting at is that most of the perks that happen on the guns in Destiny aren't necessarily like in, like absurd in the sense that they high like that they very much so changed how great the gun is. There's nothing... Guns are in... Like, the thing that bothers me is that you have these... Like, the guns are the guns. They shouldn't rely on other gear that you're... I mean, they can rely on other gear for, like, increasing, saying this gear increases my marksmanship strength, but it shouldn't rely on stats of said gear. If, If Destiny said this gun... You got this ability if you had so much intellect. But if you don't have that intellect, then you lose that ability. That's what bothers me of, like, I'm trying to do... And I guess that kind of goes hand-in-hand of I'm bad at min-maxing things. But I'm putting all this gear in, like, well, what do I have to do to unlock this fucking thing? Uh Like, I just want to use the gun, and I think I should be able to use the gun and have its abilities or use the gun a certain amount of time and then unlock ability. Mm-hmm. Not it's tied to the rest. I of have the to. I have to tie all my other gear into certain. Like just have three thousand health, so I can use the ability on my Midas to earn health. And then, well, you can't use any other guns' abilities because you have your health jacked up so high for this one other gun. Mm-hmm. It's very limiting. I can agree with that. Mm. Well, the thing, I actually didn't think that's necessarily where you were going with it. Because what I actually agree about that isn't necessarily that I don't like the perks on the guns. I think that kind of makes sense to me in the sense that you need to have the certain, you know, you need to be, like, a buff enough in general player in order to do certain things with certain guns. That makes sense to me to a degree. The two things that I don't like necessarily are that, one, those perks are RNG-based in the sense that, like, I could craft the vector a hundred times and I may not get the exact same perk set. But not mm-hmm. only that, but those perks, their values are random. So, uh-huh. like, one might, like, Brutal, for instance, is that you get increased headshot damage, I think is what it is. So, sometimes you get 12%, sometimes you get 15%, sometimes you get 30%. You know, like, it's one of those moments of that, one of the things I don't like about Destiny is that it's, like, it's RNG on RNG on RNG. First, I have to be able to craft that gun, and then the values for it are random, but then I also have to the have the perks Destiny. be random. Yeah, exactly. The, the, well, Destiny is RNG on RNG, kind of a thing. Well, Destiny is orange. Well, I mean, I guess in the sense at before the they fixed are a few random things. to the guns. Well, it was also before they fixed a few things because they also at the time you could have a purple engram, but it might not be a purple. So first of all, you had to hope yeah. it was a purple. First, you have to get the purple to drop, and you had to hope it okay, was. Okay, I mean that would yeah. yeah. This is pre-fixes. Like, yeah. with all this aside, I think that the division has a lot of opportunities to just address some of these problems. And just kind of move on, like with the article you linked earlier about how crafting is kind of breaking That was things. me. Or, yeah, it was you, actually, that was. That the, the and I hate that, too, kind of is things. that, like, everything that I'm reading and everything that I'm saying is, like, 
Well, there's no point in really playing the game because everything, like, there's no point in buying anything from the Dark Zone because there's nothing good to buy from the Dark Zone. The only thing that you should be doing is running daily so you can buy the Vector a hundred times yep. and try to get the best Vector possible from <laughs> crafting it. But the thing that actually grinds my gears about the gear is that <laughs> it's actually all of the bonuses that are on, like, your actual gear pieces. Not the weapons, but on the gear pieces. Like, some really? of them are, like, 8% pistol damage. Some of them are, like, plus 1,012 marksman damage. It's, it's not, it's, I'm kind it's a flaw for me, like he's saying in terms of min-maxing, but my flaw is that it's information overload for me, that I have to go into each piece of gear when I'm, like, trying to equip a holster and make sure uh-huh. that that's going to be okay for me to do with everything else. Like, it would be very, it would be much easier if I had a character sheet that I could either, like, mouse over or, like, put a cursor over, kind of like how Destiny works, so that I can quickly go, do, 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 do. okay, you know, I can change that out, kind of a thing. But when you have nine pieces of gear that you're trying to manage at the same time, it's not very easy to read it on console. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of, like, it's not actually that I don't like the, the, the modifiers themselves, it's just that they're hard to consume. They're hard for me to manage. Like, inter- yeah, that is yeah like- it's just a lot. I need a better character sheet to represent mm. what I'm getting from each of those bonuses. Uh-huh. Especially with the how the fact that the gear mods aren't displaying properly right now. Yeah. Like, so sometimes it's just so confusing to see what the heck they're get actually, I'm actually getting by changing out this gear. So, like he said, I'm just going off the sheet currently. Like, does it go up? Okay. I think it's interesting that we all three have three kind of different things about the gear that really pisses us off. Okay, what pisses you off? I'm interested. Um, so, like, the the weapon talents and perks, I actually I I love. Cool. I like awesome. it. I like that it's RNG-based. I like that, and this is the way that I'm reading into it, is that, you know, each weapon has two Flip talents flat. that you can you unlock. Um, and I'm thinking that like when you're using a high-end weapon yeah. you're basically picking between one of those two talents it's kind of like in destiny where you say i want 15 percent headshot damage or i want five percent overall damage except instead of picking it once and it stays with that gun i can you know i can respec my gear to say okay mm. i want plus 18 percent damage to shields and maybe like later on i turn into something i'll say okay i want my plus 500 health or whatever it is um, and I don't know if that's true. That's just how I'm reading into it. I mean, that could that very well could be true. I mean, we might be misinterpreting the fact that we're assuming we can get to both of those values. Like that's what I, that's that's where it's difficult to figure right. out. Like, where's that cap? Like, can I realistically get there, or is that going to be something that either a I'm super lucky to have gotten dropped, or b something that I'm totally wrong about? You know, like can I actually get two thousand in, in firearms and stamina while still having like a thousand in electronics, or is that ridiculous? Uh huh. And I like that they're RNG-based because you can... Like, I re-rolled my AK-74 probably 20 times yeah. to try and, like, keep trying to get one that's better and better and better. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit better. And I got one that has, like, a slightly lower accuracy, but it has this talent, or it has two talents that are really nice. Like, one is plus 18% damage to shields and... There's a 25% chance to automatically refill my clip on kill. Oh, nice. Um, and like, I like that, you know, I rolled the gun 20 times and I was lucky enough to get the one that like does some really cool shit. Now, what does really piss me off about the gear 
is that, and I haven't looked it up on the Reddit or anywhere to see if this is just me experiencing this or if okay. everybody's talking about it. And I didn't read the article you posted earlier today, but the crafting is just like a hundred percent broken for me. Wow. I will go into the crafting menu and I was doing this like while Ryan and I were playing the other day. I don't even remember what day it was. Mm-hmm. But I got a, I bought a blueprint for a backpack. Okay. Uh, uh-oh. And the backpack said like the, the armor stats you can get for this, like that base armor stat is 430 to 571. So I rolled, when I roll stuff, I usually roll it like four or five times and then pick the best out of the ones that I get. And three of them rolled an item that has a armor range of 430 to 571, 950, 921, 907. That's not even anywhere near what the advertised stuff is. It's cool that I got double the fucking points that I'm supposed to, but that's broken. (laughs) And it's broken into other... And then the two other ones I rolled, rolled properly. Like, they rolled within 430 and 571. And I was just like, why would I ever use the ones that rolled the way they're supposed to when I have these other backpacks that are obviously way more powerful? How does that happen? How do I get backpacks that are double the amount that I'm supposed to be getting out of this thing? Also, when re-rolling, I went to go re-roll some AK-74s, and the damage that the blueprint screen on the crafting menu says the AK-74 will do jumped from, it used to be like 7,200 to 8,400. Now it says 9,200 to 1,000, like 10,300. And then I craft it, and it rolls the original stats. It rolls like 7,500, 8,400. Yeah. Which is nowhere near what it's supposed to be rolling. And it says it's going to roll a magazine of 54, and it rolls a magazine of 30. The crafting system is fucking broken. I think... Alright, I'm only going to say two things. One, I, is it might be possible that the backpack has an armor boost. Because there is the, one of the perks that you can re-roll with recalibration is like to give it plus some amount of armor. Mm-hmm. So it is possible, perhaps, that all those backpacks rolled with that. So I will say that. But I also still say it, that it's possible to get those values, right? Like, give me the give me the right range so I know what's possible. That's what, you know, like we've been saying. We want, uh-huh. that, we want that range. We want to know what our cap is. Two, I totally agree with the second one, though, because all of my gear change. Like, my, my all of my values change every time I press the inventory screen. Like, half the time it'll be my damage goes down. The other half of the time my health goes up. I don't know what's happening. Like, every time I open the screen, something has changed, and I have no idea what my actual, like, what my actual DPS is. I just kind of, I'm like, I'll point the gun, and if it feels like it's doing better, it's doing better. That sounds yeah. great. The only way to tell what your actual DPS is... Is to go is find to, someone and yeah, shoot them. <laughs> go down to the fucking target range and shoot the thing, and, I, and, write down and then the you number. can say, okay, my gun does X. 45k damage per hit. Oh no, that part I totally agree with. It's like, but what in the world? I can get past all this other stuff. And like, uh, gear having six mods per piece of gear and like managing all of that yeah. is totally fine with me. It's okay. I don't, I don't get too worried about making sure that I have the absolute best setup. Yeah. Because if I'm gonna, if I ever end up doing that where I care about having 
the absolute be- min-max. If I top. care about having the, the maximum the stats for my character, yeah. I'm just going to do what everybody else does and go find a build and you know follow the instructions yeah. to get that gear for that yeah. build. But I'm just playing the game to you know play and get whatever I get and have fun with it. And and one thing, and this will be the last thing I have to say about it um, is. Destiny, and I I hate comparing it to Destiny because the Division is nothing like Destiny, but Destiny did have like a hard cap of where you knew you could reach, and this is the maximum for everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's necessarily like for the Division to come out and say, this is the cap, but mm-hmm. like I have no idea how I am comparing to other people, and... In the division or in Destiny, if I can go up to a random person and a little prompt will prop up, and I can inspect inspect them. them and look at their bill of what they have, what gear they have on, what guns they're using, and their their three little intellect, strength, stats. and discipline stats, and see, okay, well, this is what gear they're wearing, and be like, one, I could just say. Oh, that's a cool piece of gear. That's a cool gun. What is it? Like, just look How at it. How the heck do I get that? But, like, I can't even do that for you. Like, I can't even just look right. at your character and prompt and say, like, I just want to look at your stats. Like, I have no idea how my character compares to anything else. And mm-hmm. even at a high level of just... Cheat. Of, yeah, this DPS, firearm strength... Stamina strength. Stamina electronics. and electronics or whatever... Of like, what are maximums? What is the highest of things of... Because it goes back to... There's these... I got mowed down in five seconds by some guy. Yeah. There's that video of Angry Joe that she forwarded us. Where they were just shooting that guy and literally doing no damage to him. Uh Like, they were all level 30 strong guys shooting this guy... And he was literally just standing there eating bullets and not dying. Like, we haven't faced anybody like that yet. But if uh-huh. we just rolled up on somebody in, like, that division and we're shooting him, and he just picks, like, that guy could have easily just killed those three guys. He was just sitting there eating bullets. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, there, it's just little things that, like, that have, I mean, I don't know if there's communities, outside communities that have, like, figured out maximums and levels and like how I've heard things. nothing of like the maxes but I uh-huh. have heard and, of what and like is good. the division because I mean it goes back to how more complicated it is stat wise than destiny of how can you quantify DPS maximum with all these additional multipliers of well what is the highest Assault rifle multiplier you can get on gloves and boots or and everything and adding that all up and uh-huh. taking all that combined it's so it would be extremely difficult for an outside community which is one thing Destiny I mean other than the fact Destiny is stat wise it's not a full RPG is there were set caps they told you up front and you could figure out what you wanted to do. And the community figured out different builds of like, originally there was no, now there's timers and they tell you this is the increments of, if you have this much intellect, 
this is how quickly you'll get your super. If you uh-huh. have more intellect, originally they didn't have that. But since the stat was so Ambiguous. simple, simple, uh-huh. Uh-huh. the community figured out a way saying, well, if you have 274 intellect, it's this algorithm, just plug that in, and that's the time that'll take you to get your super. Mm-hmm. Now, they made it into chunks of, like, if you have up to 100 intellect, it takes 5 minutes. If you have up to 170 intellect, it takes 4 minutes, if it takes, and uh-huh. so on. And right. so now they have it mar- broken up into chunks of, like, <clears throat> you have a set target of once you reach this plateau, it reduces this much time. And so I think there's something, and I mean, it took a little while for Destiny to reach that point. Mm-hmm. We should, I think, take the division's been out for three weeks. So two weeks and six days. I two just looked weeks? that up. That's so crazy. It feels like I've been playing the division for the last six years of my life. That's what that's what I was about to say. It's so crazy. We're all talking about how. I will say that, like, like got I said at the beginning, the division was great. If I was to quit playing the division tomorrow, no regrets. I would be happy. No like, regrets. The time that I put into the division, mm-hmm. it was a great game. It was worth it. And like I said, if the three of us just quit playing it tomorrow, I wouldn't be upset about mm-hmm. like what we played in the division. I thought was well worth our while. Yeah, and it was great playing it. Um, but I went back and played Destiny this weekend. Oh, so <laughs> the X has returned. Let's say I beat the raid twice, ladies. So. Whoa, I I kind of like that the division doesn't have ceilings for your stats, or they don't have like published ceilings of you. You can possibly get this much X, Y, and Z because, and this is probably for a totally different reason. Because right now, the game doesn't have much real PvP. I mean, we've got the Dark Zone, but the Dark Zone isn't real PvP. It's not. Mm -hmm. And it's fun for me to be able to, like, it's this little carrot on the end of the stick for me to do my dailies thinking, okay, I might get a pair of knee pads, you know, that are marginally better. And that's how it's been going since we hit 30. Yep. Like, you play for a few hours, and you get one piece of gear that's marginally better than your old piece of gear. And then, like, three or four days later, all of a sudden, you've gone from doing 50k DPS to 120k DPS. And it just feels, I don't know, kind of kind of cool that there's not... I don't, I don't know where the ceiling is, and I feel like if... I knew how slowly I was getting to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. You know, it would help. if I knew how well, if I knew how powerless it was, if the ceiling is like 300k DPS and I have to do five hours a day for six months to get there, I'm just gonna say like, no, I'll just wait yeah. until the new thing comes out. And yeah. I don't know. It's it's good. It's bad. I wish there was a. I hope they add a dedicated PvP zone. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be really easy to do. Well, I feel like it's easy to add, but the difficult thing is how you balance it. Because people can go in with that build that we saw where you are, you're just a oh, bullet. Yeah, like, well, like, this is where the out? one thing that they could look at Destiny and actually learn from Destiny is Destiny PvP says, yes, all the abilities of your gear carry over, but 
none of your actual strength matters. You're normalized. Everything uh-huh. is normalized of saying, well, all those stats help you out and increasing, like, the abilities, like having abilities for your guns or cooldown timers and all that stuff. And so you could have, like, in Division, I could say, like, you could have the abilities of a pulse if, like, I have a bunch of stuff the couple times I have looked at my gear. A lot of my gear happens to have a bunch of buffs for pulse, which is something I use all the time anyway. So, super coincidental. You could carry those buffs into PvP, I think, but yeah. just ignore every everybody's actual armor is just set at a, a right. cap of just normalizing everything. That would be and cool. then eventually they can add in like Destiny ended up doing with Iron Banner and Trials of Osiris is okay, well they had standard PvP of just everybody's on the same plane. Shh. <laughs> And then they added the Iron Banner and Trials that actually do take into your personal strength and said this is only for the best of the best. And we're going to give them special rewards for doing that. But that was well into Destiny being out and plenty of people. That wasn't in month one? Oh, no. That was definitely not. Definitely not Trials. I don't remember when the first Iron Banner came. I think the first Iron Banner was a few weeks after. I mean, we'd already hit the cap on Iron Well, no. I don't think we'd hit, like, light cap when the first banner happened. We were mm-hmm. definitely max level, but I don't think we'd hit the light cap. I just seem to remember not doing the first iron banner. Either way. Anyway, point way. is... But I think that definitely in, in the beginning, if when... If slash when <laughs> the division implements the a, a dedicated PvP, I definitely think that they should just do a normalize strength and damage and say, okay, this is how much every assault rifle does, this is how much every sniper does, this is how much every Oh, every does. assault rifle and sniper does the same? Yeah. I was thinking, like, every gun would have a normalized, but you could still use different guns. I think it's... I'm not sure how that works in Destiny. It, I, think there's, I think the values come into play. But I think like, we could talk about well, there this was for a, a long time, yeah. but I just think we should wrap this up mm-hmm. with saying that the division is is great. I, I was thinking about the review, and we were pretty rosy on it. Mm. And I just want to come in sixty hours later and say that be honest. There's, well, I don't think I would necessarily change and the what I think bosses about the suck, game. in my opinion. But yeah, I I still really enjoyed, like Ryan said, like everything about the game I've done, other than like these problems that we have with the gear and with the lack of real PvP uh-huh, uh-huh. and there's no in-game content yet. Yet. You know, all of that sucks. I still really think that everything that they did accomplish, they did pretty well. Yeah. The bosses, yeah, I mean, the one boss is is a helicopter and he's really not that hard anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, the first time you do that mission when you have to run around and do the turrets, it's kind of cool. But after you've done it seven times for dailies, it gets really stale. Uh, is that the division definitely has its problems that hopefully they can work out and hopefully they can create, you know, some really interesting end game content because that's going to be the biggest thing for me is PVP will be cool and will probably be something that can hold me for a while, a few weeks or a few months. 
But if I'm going to be playing the division for an extremely long amount of time, I need the PVE content post-launch to be really good. Yeah, and supposedly we have incursions coming out somewhat soon, so it'll be interesting whenever that happens. Yeah, yeah there's no, uh, there's nothing about that yet, but hopefully it's soon. That's that's what are they what already are, have it marked on the map? So. I know. Every time I log in, I'm. I'm just looking at it. Supposedly it's April, it'll so it should be... Yeah, I thought they said a month after launch or so that this, these incursions would come out, but... Yeah. Which sounds like that's just wave defense, but whatever. All right, next. <laughs> I should go next because I think I have the short topic. Okay, go. Because basically my topic was necess- was pretty much around the Microsoft tech talks that have been happening in the past few weeks that we've kind of glossed over and or missed since the last one, because I think the one we talked about was the whole consoles on a refresh cycle, right? Oh, man, that mid-cycle refresh. I could go... I could go balls deep back into that topic. I know we could, because now we've got the PS4.5 or the PS4 camera. Anyway, point is, uh, now they've also announced two different things. One thing that they announced was that supposedly they're going to be bringing the Universal Windows apps from Windows 10 to the Xbox Store. Which I thought was very interesting and further supports the whole, like, let's make Xbox a Windows machine kind of a thing. I thought it at least proved that they had more momentum behind that. And then, two, there was the announcement that Xbox Live was going cross-platform in the sense that they never really specifically said it. But we all know they were essentially saying, hey, Sony, wanna, wanna, wanna play? You know, wanna play date kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what? So, uh-huh. so now they say it after they've been not letting developers hook Xbox Live up with anything else for the last ten fucking years. I know. So, so it's salty because they should have done it. They, they, they should have done this a while ago. I don't know why it's a thing. But the most interesting thought that happened to me at first, but I believe I've been proven wrong. So I wanted to ask you guys about it. Was this, was around how do you think it's going to work for the games that are actually PC, PS4, Xbox? Before, like, they let all three players happen, is it going to be like, so Rocket League's the game that Xbox, like, okay, we do Xbox and PC, and, P- and Sony's like, okay, we do PS4 and PC. If a PS, if a PC lobby is started and a PS4 member joins, does that mean it is now a PS4 PC lobby and now there cannot be an Xbox member? Or when it's match made, does it not care and you have all three in the lobby? Because you're technically only playing with PC, but it just so happens the PS4 players... Like, how does that crap... Like, is... Are, are we well, gonna I thought have this... they said that they're going, like, Rocket League is going to be the first one that is all three. Like, it'll well, be PC. See, that's why I was like, am I wrong about this? Psionics, if I'm correct, Psionics said that they, they want to do PC, PS4, Xbox One, and um, Microsoft said... Oh yeah, we'll do that. And Sony gave an answer of we would like to do it, but you know, we're not gonna make any promises right now. I think so, they're probably just uh, being realistic. Like what if it doesn't work? Right. Well, it, it's pretty normal for Sony to be to not say anything of value until they have something you know, like an actual thing to say about it. Like I don't know, PSVR. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't I would be surprised if this cross-platform play falls apart because of Sony. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. Well, I can't well, who remember... Who do you think it's going to fall apart for? Do you think... Well, it's always fallen apart uh, by Microsoft. Yeah. There have been plenty of games that have tried to put PC players 
and Xbox. We've never tried to go between PS4 and Xbox okay, One but, but or PlayStation but, Xbox. But you're definitely, but you're more alluding to the PC Xbox thing. Yeah, but okay. I mean, we've tried PC Xbox on like multiple Shadow games. Run, Shadow Run. The biggest one that I can remember is when I was in the Counter Strike Global Offensive beta. Oh yeah, they had like they Xbox. announced the game saying we are gonna. This is gonna be the game where console players can play with PC players, and we'll see who really has the better control scheme: keyboards and mice or game pads. And they yeah, did keyboards. testing with it, and the PC players demolished the console player so badly that Microsoft is like, we're not going to let you hook this up. <laughs> we won't let our players play with PC players because the skill level is just so... There's a gap there, and you can't overcome it. There is definitely a gap. So I think Rocket League is a, is a specific game where the control scheme really doesn't hint, hurt or help you either way. Like, if you're playing on a, on a gamepad... You're no better or worse than somebody that's playing it on a mouse and keyboard. Whereas FPSs, there's definitely an advantage to I'd using a mouse and keyboard. I'd actually say using a mouse and keyboard for Rocket League hinders you. Yeah, for that game, I'd that that probably game. say it. I tried playing with WASD for uh-huh. Rocket League, and it was very difficult. I mean, you'd probably get used to it, right? Um, well, over time, but uh, yeah, some I I haven't played Rocket League on it, but there are some racing games. If you're depending on how, uh, what's the word like like specific your mechanics are or like mm-hmm. the game works? How I, I don't know. Yeah, Trackmania, for example, is a million times better on a keyboard than a gamepad because if you know what happens if you tap W, you know what that means. With an analog stick, it's analog, so like you move it you move it to the right but like is it catching the full tilt or the half tilt yeah. and whether you know where it catches it is going to really affect how your car turns and it's just not as precise mm. um i don't think rocket league matters that much for that yeah rocket league's not that touchy feely it's just like oh you're turning we're turning like hard left yeah <laughs> so it, how will that is an interesting point taylor is what would happen if they're all... I'm thinking that Psionics is planning to like get through all the red... I think they believe that they're going to be able to do them all. And that they'll just release cross-platform play for everybody at once. But I feel like, especially like you've been saying, they're, they're a game that this could work. Mm-hmm. Like, right. this well, is, I think I thought, it's a very specific game. I thought yeah. Microsoft said, we're going to go pl- cross-platform... Like, we're willing to go cross-platform, but it's up to the developers to decide what they want. And Psyonix specifically right. saying, we want, like, mm-hmm. we want all Rocket League players to be able to play with all Rocket League players. Right. Which Rocket League is a game that 100% can. Right. Uh, the path where you were going is Something games like, like CSGO or The Division or Destiny or Not the Call Destiny of Duty obviously. or something like that. Uh-huh. Specifically, basically, it's almost first-person shooters. All shooters. Of, all shooters of that. How does that translate? And console we've seen in the past that specifically the PC to console doesn't translate. So that'd be something where Activision would probably will say, we don't want the... Right, the console players to we play don't, with the PC players. They, I mean, Activision would know. We don't. The, the console players don't want to play the PC players, and we don't want them to do that, and so we wouldn't. 
So then it would be up to Sony and Microsoft to play nice and do something and make it happen. Because that which the it's it has to be seen, and I'm, I don't really care in the long like that'd be cool and all in the long term. Does I mean we've gone this far? What's like if it doesn't happen? What is that going to change? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I think no... it could be a really a really cool thing if you could join them together. The biggest problem that I see mm-hmm. with like playing cross platform between PlayStation and Xbox is I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure for both Xbox Live and PSN, the developers or the publishers pay Sony and Microsoft to host their servers. What? Who hosts the server when it's cross-platform? Interesting. You know? Mm-hmm. That's where Amazon. I can see something like this getting held up in red tape of Sony says, we'll pay for it, but you run it. And Microsoft's like, why are we going to run it if we're? Why would we want to run everybody's servers? You know what? Like Windows as a service, they could get up. A, I don't know, but cross-platform play would be so nice. It'd be so cool because then then I wouldn't have to buy two consoles. Yeah, because then you could play. Like you guys could play Division on well, the Xbox. Well, so the, and I could the play one on the thing. PS4. I mean, I, if we're going to go. So the one thing, and I brought this up in the chat the one day we were kind of talking about this, is then weird things happen when games that are cross-platform, specifically like The Division or Destiny, where Destiny has time content for Sony players and The Division has time content for Xbox players. Uh-huh. And so if, if we were in this universe of everything was cross-plat and... You bought Destiny for Sony, and Taylor and I had it for Xbox One, and we bought Division for Xbox One, and then you got Division for Sony. your PlayStation. Um, like, how does that work? Taylor and I are doing our cool incursions a week before you get to do incursions, but then you have this exclusive strike on Destiny that only you can do, and then we can't do it. And you have this gear in, in Destiny that you can get, but then we can't get it. So can we see this gear and be like, oh, look at this cool gear. Oh, too bad we don't even, or like, we don't have the game on. I think an answer to that question is actually to look at how DLC works. Because, not exactly in the sense of, like, the time DLC, but in the sense of, like, if DLC comes out and you get it, but I don't. Like, in Call of Duty, like, for instance, I don't think I have any of the DLC for Call of Duty, but you do, mm. for instance. If we get in a lobby together and go into Team Deathmatch... All of the maps that I can't go into, like it goes to the lowest common denominator and says, here's the content you're ava- that's available to play for all of you. This is what you get. Mm-hmm. Right? So I would imagine that, like, okay, like gear, for instance, in a gear-based game, that would probably be character-based. He'd, he'd be allowed to keep that gear if he came in and played with us. Mm-hmm. But if he had missions we couldn't get to, we just wouldn't be, all, all of us just wouldn't be able to access it. Well, that's what they'd have to do, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I would say it's entirely possible, but definitely does bring up a lot of complications. Yeah. It's, so, it's exciting. I think it's exciting to hear them talk about it, and I really hope it happens. It's exciting. I I think it'll happen. I don't have any... Uh, At this point. Like, well, really think, I mean, the, the only reason that Sony would not do this is because Sony, in this generation, has like... They, they've gotten it back to the PS2 where everybody has a PS4 for all intents and purposes. Everybody's got PS4s. 
um, because everybody else is on PS4 and now like you guys are playing Division on PS4 because I'm on PS4. And if they opened up and said, all right, and this is like, you know, 100% where Rocket League is just one game, Mm -hmm. but it sets the precedent of if they open it up to where all games are cross-platform if the developer chooses to make it, mm-hmm. then they they no longer have that play of, all my friends have PS4, so I'm going to play on PS4. Then you guys exactly. will I probably, mean, in every future game, you know, I, I mean, you'll go take the subpar Xbox One version that runs at 900p and play on the Xbox One while I play on my glorious 1080p version. I mean, exactly. I mean, And then my, they lose those customers. Microsoft is doing this because, at this point, they have nothing to lose. Right. Sony... is it, it's, it's like... So Sony has to make the decision of, do we trust our customers enough to give them the chance to run away from us? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to play our... It, it's a really mm-hmm. catch-22 because, like... They stand to lose a lot of money, to lose a lot of market share by allowing this to happen. Or they lose but a lot by of stopping it, they will like put a really the brakes, like an e-brake, on this Sony train of Sony's awesome and Sony does nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to to see because I mean, it's exactly my my initial thought is exactly what you were saying is Sony up to this point has won because they have touted, we are what's best, like, we are what you want, like... We're for we're, the gamers. We're for the gamers. That's how certified you are We only do what's best for all of you people. And, like you said, the, the reason they got out to the hot start, and then it just became the snowball effect of, well... All these other people have PlayStation 4, so now I have to get a PlayStation 4, and it's going to keep snowballing or whatever uh-huh. um, until something changed. Is this the thing that's going to chelt it towards Microsoft? No way. Um, like, if if Sony was to come out and say no, uh-huh. gamers, in my opinion, are too stupid to do, like, for this to realize, like, anything, they'll just be like, oh, well, first off, Half the people aren't even going to hear about this or know about this uh-huh. um, because they don't care about, or like they don't care to read about actual gaming news. Um, the half that do know about it, three fourths of those people are probably already Sony fanboys. They're just going to keep playing their PlayStation Four and be like, "Well, nothing changed in my life." Uh huh. And so the three percent of the gaming public that leaves behind or whatever. Which are um, essentially the Xbox. That team. will actually get upset about it or whatever. <laughs> I mean... It, it are, was, the, are the Xbox people that are being yeah. held hostage? Yeah, basically. <laughs> the, <laughs> true, the true disciples of gaming public, but... Alright. That was fun. That was a good topic. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm trying to think if I have anything else. Yeah, I think that's it. Good. I mean, we're excited for uh, it. Right. There's a lot of nuances too. We could probably talk about more things of, like in terms of like, do we think it will work? What do we think it get in the way? How do we think it really be implemented? All that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I think we're all just we don't excited need to get about into it. that technical mumbo. I'm also excited to see what's going to happen at Microsoft Build in a few days. I really, 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 really think they're going to be announcing some Xbox news. Well, they need to. I mean, how many did they sell last quarter? Three. They don't announce those stats anymore. <laughs> I think it's funny that Sony stopped announcing theirs, too. Did they? I mean, pretty much the last stat we have is 30 million. 
They're probably like, and that was enough. That was a good like three or four months ago. They've probably sold another. 15, 20 million since yeah, then. Definitely. There's probably like 2 billion out there by this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> Every person in the world has a PlayStation 4 at this point, right? Um, pretty much, yeah. In the first world. Alright, Ryan. Alright, time to talk about the real game that matters here. Uh-huh. Hearthstone. <laughs> Everybody's favorite collectible card game. Everybody's fave. I don't know. So... A long time ago at this point, but it's the first time we finally got to talk about it. Yeah. Um, they finally re- released what the new expansion is going to be, which is called The Whispers of the Old Gods. Pretty tight. Which uh, I think is the first like expansion that actually the cards like look cool to me. Like, oh, actually really? are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so... I guess I just want to talk a little bit about like how this expansion is a little bit different and what you think, and especially yeah, yeah. Thomas, why you think you're not going to actually like aren't that interested into it. Um, so there's no new mechanic that they're introducing into Hearthstone. Well, there's no inspire or discovery or anything like every single expansion that they've introduced so far has introduced some kind of new mechanic but there's no directly nothing added directly to the cars that's new but there are some new things that we necessarily haven't seen before Uh um Mm -hmm. where the the first thing and i guess that's they kind of released at the expansion the first thing that they showed us is i guess this goes into the lore of world of warcraft that I don't really know that much, but you, Taylor specifically, might know more about the old gods themselves. Yep. Um, where there, there are these four old gods that are hidden beneath the planet at this point or something. And all Exodia. They can, all they can do is take, like, they can pollute people's minds with uh, yeah. whispering to them or something. Well, it sounds like, it sounds like, it's, I mean, it's, they're exactly what they sound like. They're the old mm. gods. They're the gods that no one sees anymore, doesn't really exist, but there's a lot of things left over from them. Mm. And so there's a lot of lore around how they've technically affected what's happened in, in the world of Warcraft and how it's mm. come to be currently. But the, the, general, the generic... TLDR is that there's these things that are trying to come back into the world, and they're yeah. doing that by possessing people and telling them. And to do so things. they've taken that idea, and they're taking some of the traditional cards from original Hearthstone, and are corrupting them in some way that they've been. So some of the cards that they've seen of like there's the loot hoarder, which was the two one. Death, Death rattle, rattle draw card. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so now they've created a 4-2 polluted hoarder that is a death rattle draw card. Um, so basically they're just tweaking old minions of like 2-1 was okay, 4-2 is a lot better. Uh-huh. Um, there's the corrupted heal bot, which instead of a 5-mana 3-3 three, three heal yourself, is now a 5-mana 6-6. Six, six, Death rattle, heal your enemy for eight health. For eight health. Ah, um, that's pretty cool. Then there's the <clears throat> validated doomsayer. So the doomsayer is a zero seven. If it survives, it kills everything on the board. Uh-huh. But now that the, the doomsayer, when you drop it on the board, 
it says like everything has or all the cards have like a saying when something happens. Like Doctor right. Boom says he he who ha ha or whatever. Uh-huh. The Doomsayer, you drop it on the board, it says the end is coming. And it has from the beginning. So now, the end is finally here. The old gods are back. <laughs> so we have the validated Doomsayer, which it's a zero seven, with the ability of, at the beginning of your turn, its attack becomes 7 damage. Which is pretty dope. So if yeah. it sticks on the board for one turn... It's pretty crazy. What's the mana cost of that thing now? Five. Okay, okay. Yeah, it it all looks really cool. I would argue that the new mechanic, not explicitly a part of the expansion, but is functionally a part of this new expansion, is the play sets, or whatever they're calling it, where you have standard and wild. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I would say... Because I think that is going to affect, like, in a big way, that's... Really going to be... No one knows what's going to happen. Like, like that's, that stuff is live now, right? Yeah. Well... The sets? The... The expanded slots are, but the, since the new expansion has a launch, there's nothing... There's no standard and wild yet. Right. So, yeah, that's what... Okay. So that... You can still use every card right. on the ladder right now. That exemplifies my argument. Mm-hmm. Not argument, just like... I think that, like, that is the... The new feature of the yeah. expansion is you have the standardized set. And that might bring me back into Hearthstone. But mm-hmm. at this point, so I got whatever the new expansion. League of Explorers. League of Explorers. Yeah. I've, I've only done like one or two wings of League of Explorers. And because I haven't finished the whole thing, I feel like I can't be competitive at all in Hearthstone. I don't actually know if I can't be competitive, but I feel like my deck isn't competitive because I'm missing these cards that I bet or that I, that I believe that everybody else has. Mm-hmm. I and mean, a lot of people have them, but necessarily, I mean, the two cards that you're probably missing that are actually being used are Elise and Reno Jackson, uh-huh. and not Reno Jackson decks are very unique and not necessarily um, Elise is. That's the one that introduces the map to the Golden Monkey and then makes all your decks legendary. Which, again, Uh is very unique. Um, Right. Well, my hope is that with standard sets, maybe it'll bring me back in of being like, okay, now I don't... like Mm. Just what they wanted to do with them, now I don't have to worry about 600 cards. I only have to worry about 200 cards. So I know like what the realm is and hopefully I'll be able to have all of those 200 cards so that I can play in it. Yeah, exactly. But like my decks that used to work, and this is probably just like the shifting meta in general, and I don't have enough time to care about it anymore, but I haven't changed my decks in probably six months and my decks that used to be great or not great that were mm. okay. Now I can't even get to level 20 with them anymore. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that and that that is definitely going to affect the game. I was going to say go into the other thing that we do know. There's still a lot about this expansion we don't know. There's still, I mean, they've maybe showed us ten cards roughly. Well, they've showed some more recently that I've seen on Twitter. So they've probably put at least twenty out at this point. But mm-hmm. there's 134 new cards, um, right. so there's still a ton we don't know. Um, but I was going to say a big thing that. It's new is this 
Cthune, which is one of the four old gods that they have. They've actually shown Cthune, and they've since then shown another old god. Um, but there's four old gods in total. Do you think which there's are, a trademark on Cthulhu, or they just don't want to use the name Cthulhu? Because you know it's Cthulhu. Yeah. I don't know. I was wondering about that. Like, it's um, got to be public domain at this point. I mean, <laughs> you have to think, though, that, I mean, it's been Cthulhu since however long ago World of Warcraft came Yeah, out. because this is all I So, I guess they maybe just didn't want to use Cthulhu or Cthulhu. Yeah, anyway. They just wanted to tweak the name because it's World of Warcraft and they wanted to. But it's have you heard about this? Like how Cthulhu works? No. So it's a legendary. It's ten. All the old gods are ten mana. It's a six six, and it's uh, its ability is when you play it, it randomly deals damage equal to its attack randomly to all enemies. How? So basically, it's like a goblin bomber that does like if you have a mech it deals five random damage to enemies mm-hmm. um however or there's 16 spell. cards that they're calling cultists which somehow buff Cthulhu. they've only revealed two so far one of them mm-hmm. is a battle cry add plus two plus two to Cthulhu anywhere on your deck Hand or battlefield. Right. I see that. So you play this card and your Cthulhu, even if it's in your deck, goes from a 6-6 to an 8-8. Mm-hmm. There's another one that's at the end of your turn. It adds plus 1, plus 1. At the end of every one of your turns, as long as that minion's alive. Uh-huh. Um, so... And there's that's only two of fourteen or sixteen cards in total that'll somehow buff Cthulhu. Uh-huh. Um, so do you think everybody's deck is gonna have Cthulhu in it? Well an interesting thing is if you open like three new packs, you're they're just gonna give you Cthulhu. They're giving Cthulhu to every single person. Interesting. Because of the fact that those cards play so heavily off of each other, there's no point in having them individually. Mm-hmm. So they're just being nice and saying, Yeah, Everybody they're saying, well, you're going to get all of these cultists, and if you, you don't you randomly get grab, like, get luckily Cthune. get Cthulhu, you'll have all these cards you can't use. Uh-huh. So they're saying, okay, well, you're going to get these 60 other cards, so we're just going to give you Cthulhu. That's funny. <laughs> I so I 100% that. think the day of release... The only deck you're gonna see is Cthulhu decks, but but it, that that I mean, this is an interesting tweak in that I mean, it's just battle cries and death rattles and abilities, but it's this new mechanic of you're buffing this card, but it's not like a death rattle plus three to an enemy on the or to a minion on the board like a dark cultist or something. Uh-huh. It gives something or a Sylvanas. Of, like, you can play around Sylvanas. You can't play around these cards. They, that effect happens every time. Uh-huh. And the interesting thing, to that we'll see is uh, how good is actually Cthulhu going to be? How good is buffing all these, like, spending all your turns leading up to turn 10, buffing Cthulhu, and then... 
if you can't get Cthune out, how screwed are you? Pretty much. Uh-huh. If you do get Cthune out, does it do enough to take over the board? Does it clear the enemy's board? Uh-huh. Um, does it potentially lethal your enemy? Like... Right, right. It's yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I mean... I mean, we see it now, I guess, somewhat in control decks of, like, you're just trying to control the board, which these two minions that they've shown aren't terrible minions stat-wise. Um, uh-huh. And so I definitely think they're going to have to... I mean, it's a very fine balance of... You have these minions that have these really good abilities to buff this other minion, mm-hmm. but if all these other minions are crap leading up to Cthune, you're not going to make it to turn 10. Mm-hmm. Of, like, so do these Cthune decks become so overpowered in that, like, well, we have to make all these minions good and then right. make Cthune awesome. <laughs> like, is Cthune going to potentially break the game? Which they've done a ton of testing and they've right. let a bunch of pro Hearthstone players come in and uh, give ideas and stuff like that and take in a bunch of. And I guess they even gave them some early playtests of Cthune decks. Which they all said went well, um, but play testing and then giving it into the, I guess pun here, wild, uh, is a whole other thing. Of yeah. Like, right. Yeah. And then the one other old god that we saw or that I <clears throat> tweeted out, I think on Saturday was Inzoth or whatever. Inzoth, and that is. Basically, it's an anything can happen where instead of bringing murlocs that are dead from, it brings seven random death rattle minions back on the board. Which they're getting rid of two of the most overpowered death rattle minions of Mad Scientist and Sludge Belcher. Um, Oh, yeah, they are. But there's still uh, a lot of good death rattle and Sylvanas. Uh, a lot of good death rattle minions that I tell you I am I'm sorry <laughs> yeah but there's I mean there's still a lot out there yeah you've got me interested so what's really gonna make the differentiating like what's gonna make me buy pre-buy the packs yeah mm-hmm. or not is when they tell us when everything actually comes out. Because if I remember back to the Grand Tournament... It was like two months. They said, well, right like, now okay, the game's going to cut... Like, we're going to launch uh-huh. at this point. So then... And you could still pre-purchase your packs. Mm-hmm. So you knew, like, pretty much right up until the day. Yeah. So right now they've only said late April to early May. So okay. there's kind of... It seems like it's either going to happen the last week of April or the... First week of May um, is kind of up in the air. I don't think anybody's post or like the rumor mill said it's in between those two weeks. Right. They haven't exactly nailed it down, which is kind of weird. Um, You'd think if they were comfortable enough to finally announce it, um, that they would just say that they would just have say, okay, well, we're releasing it Thursday, May 3rd or whatever. I have no idea what calendar is, but. Uh Well, I'm yeah, sorry. see, that's, that's, that's troublesome waters for me because Dark Souls, <laughs> Dark Souls, Uncharted 4, The Division, like, I'm not, 
going to spend $50 on Hearthstone if I've got three other games I'm going to be trying to play anyway. Let's see, then you play Hearthstone at lunch, you play it like 30 minutes before you have to go to trivia. Right, well, I I don't do that. I pretty much only play Hearthstone. I play two to three matches at lunch every day, or like four days out of the week. Uh, And that's, like, I'll still play it, but I won't. Actually, it'll probably make me feel even worse than I do now about my Hearthstone prospects because I'm going to assume that everybody I'm playing against bought the 50-pack, and I didn't. So I'm, like, so excited every time I get enough gold to get my free You just need to make a Control Warrior deck. I finally cracked and made a Control Warrior. That takes no new cards. (laughs) Maybe. it's. I don't know. I just... I'm just, like, so busy. They have made a new Monkey Reno Control Warrior, but... Actually, I think it's just Monkey Warrior. But a traditional Control Warrior still dominates. I just don't feel like I have enough time to play Hearthstone anymore. Hearthstone's in an interesting place for, I think, Mm -hmm. both me and Thomas in the sense that where do we fit it in right now, Mm -hmm. for one. And two, it also requires an odd amount of skill. And it's beginning... Like, especially with the new stuff that's coming out, this is going to be a make or break for a lot of people, I think. Like, a lot of the people that have been using those cards and those are the cards they use once they get rotated out. Like, what, mm-hmm. are, you, what are you left with? Like, I I didn't even think about the fact that some of those cards are going to get rotated out. So I'm like, oh, crap. That's like Mad half of the crap that I love to play. Dr. Boom, like, literally, that just, that just destroyed my mage decks. Oh, like, yeah. All of them. So, well, only for standard play. You could still play wild play. Exactly. So it's like, you know, it's interesting. I'll, I'll be interested to see what I can still, like, if you can still get gold out of wild play and stuff like that. So. Probably. I bet you can still get everything you want out of wild play. Yeah. I would hope so. Because quest will still be win three games as a mage, and you'll just, like, you, you can play mage whatever you want. Yeah, I just wonder oh, if they're going to start having quests that are like, do three standard games. I They'll probably have one, that. like, when they launch Spectator and they give you, like, Spectate your friend play a game and get a free card pack. They'll probably be something like that. Mm-hmm. Make a standard deck and play it and get a free card pack. Something like that. But I don't think they're going to start pushing people into standard. Because I think creating standard and wild is kind of blizzard... Casual. Um, cracking to this competitive market that has come up for Hearthstone where yeah. they really didn't want that. Yeah, I think they wanted to make a fun card game and then... The fucking gamers ruined it by trying to make it competitive, and then they <laughs> said, "Okay, well, fuck it. We'll just give you a competitive mode." And yeah. obviously, they're always trying to balance the game, you know, to make sure it can be played competitively and whatever. Just because it's not, if it's not fair, then it's not fun. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're going to abandon wild play. Mm-hmm. One thing that has interest, or the last thing that I think is kind of interesting, is they still haven't announced anything or given any hints about what or how many of the original whatever they're calling it classic Classic. cards they are nerfing Uh um which i think is interesting of do they still have they still not set what they're nerfing and how they're nerfing because i see like now that's the big question is now that we have this idea of what the cards are going to like some of the cards are what some of them are going to be um and now it's okay well what are 
how is Druid Combo going to get nerfed? How is Knife Juggler going to get nerfed? Uh-huh. Everybody is just theorizing, like, are they going to nerf Alex Straza? Are they going to nerf Big Game Hunter? Like, what are these classic cards? I mean, they've said potentially it's going to be up to 20 cards that they might nerf. Uh-huh. I mean, that, that is going to be a huge change on top of... And some of those cards need to be changed. Uh-huh. I bet that they Especially haven't announced... Especially like, Druid has, like, five cards that are just broken. I bet they haven't announced a release date so that they can trickle out these little pieces of news for the new cards. Mm-hmm. And they probably have five interns whose job is to watch the subreddit and the other forums all day and watch for players saying, Wait. This new card totally breaks this other card so that they can take that over to the devs and say, fix this, please. Like, I found, I found, I found a problem. And that's where they'll get their nerfs. <laughs> Sit on the subreddit and play Hearthstone all day and tell us if you find a problem. Yeah, basically. Because I was watching this one I'd video like about talking I'll, I'll about potential cards to be nerfed. And they were comparing it to, like, modern, like, what other cards. Like, why this needs to be nerfed. Because this card is essentially, like, one thing that I haven't... Obviously, Druid Combo needed to be nerfed. Of Savage Roar and... Force of Nature. Force of Nature, where it summons the three 2-2 Treons with Charge, and then you Savage Roar them, and they all become plus two attack, plus your thing. So you get to just do 24 damage to face in one turn. I think that's fair. That's fair. This is pretty fair. But, like, they were talking about one thing that I haven't thought of is there's the card, I can't think of it, it's a tree, um, and it's one of the or cards where it's heal five, or heal yourself, Ancient of Lore, heal five to your hero, or or draw two cards. Uh Uh-huh. So it's a five mana, five, 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 plus it's an arcane intellect, which is a three mana, draw two. Like, That's you're getting a 5-5 five, five out, and you're getting an Arcane Intellect for free. Or healing yourself for 5 damage. Well, nobody heals himself for 5 damage. Everybody draws cards. I've never seen an Ancient of War. I've probably I've done it. Well, that's yeah. why you're a noob. <laughs> that's why we can't break 15. High five. Got him. Card draw is so much more valuable than taking than healing. <laughs> yeah, until you've only got three cards left, and that's one of the last ones you freaking draw. So then you're like, well, I can either A, draw and start fatiguing Well, next yes, turn. I mean, if that's the situation you're talking about, when I'm talking about getting out, dropping it on turn five. And yeah, okay, Dr- turn cards. five, draw two cards. Turn 20, perhaps you need that five life. If you haven't won by turn... 12 with Druid combo, then you might as well not even play Druid. Uh, maybe I don't <laughs> want to be cheap, right? No, it's true. I'm, I'm not very good at Druid. I vote for Hearthstone because I actually learned some things and I'm now debating on whether or not to pre-purchase you the You know you want pack. it. Hearthstone. Woo! When does Hearthstone not win on this podcast? Let's be honest. I don't know. I was kind of hoping the Division would win. I thought that was kind of an easy get, but... Hearthstone still holds the hearts of the people, I guess. It does, but I thought your topic was great, too. I mean, I think... Three great topics this week, gentlemen. Yes. Mine was just the best. 
That's why we had to record, even if we recorded on Sunday. Which Easter Sunday. On. This is a special podcast. Happy Easter, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably go up uh, when the next podcast goes up. Does it go up at the same time? Why not? Two for Wednesday. Two for Thursday. Rather. Two for Wednesday. Two for... Adios. to we need to address on the next podcast yeah um the fact that the video game journalists are, are like seriously are the, the top 100 journalists are the only people that listen to our podcast where they get all their fucking news from and they need to respect and cite us in their fucking articles because every time, it's like, literally the next day, it's like, oh, hey, remember that thing we talked about for four hours last night? Yeah, it's on the front page. <laughs>